This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Q and A. Q and A. Yeah, first, first, I just want to thank you guys for all coming out. It's very flattering. I'm sure you have, pl- sure you have plenty of other things to do. So, all right. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, let me get this photo real quick. Yeah, of course, dude. Thank you so much. We love you so much. These are some young, some young ass kids. You know, we gotta go. <laughs> I'm mad I didn't bring mine. Yeah. Yeah, he almost named him after him. And then the middle name Vayner. And then she's like, let's call it after your dad. And I'm like, oh, dad, Gary. I'm like, it was close, right? I was close. The next one? The next one. Is there going to be three? Yeah. Yeah. Get me in there. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, go ahead, my man. Where'd you go? Yes. Yeah, so I, I've been working in tech startups for the past three years. Okay. Designer. Okay. Um, but like, kind of like my Achilles heel is that I didn't learn code. Okay. And that's why I got laid off my first startup. But I don't think it's an Achilles heel. That's just you were in one specific job yeah. where that was a need. Like yeah. for example, at Vayner, we are we're we're putting more scrutiny on people that are double bubbling because we want people deep as they can yeah. be. So I mean, like kind of a two-sided question yeah. what, what are your thoughts on like the unicorns of designing UX and then as I think UX like, really fucking matters like like it just really matters yeah it will always matter like the number one the number one thing I think about now is the UX of the voice apps yeah. because it hasn't been established like we don't know how to communicate with Alexa and Google Home like somebody's gonna create the audio UX Yep. of the next world, the same way there was UX designers for the web, in the same way that I used to design my dad's liquor store. Like this IHOP needs to be UX'd, yeah. right? Yeah. It need, can be maximized, there could be more space, there could be more dollars, they could make more revenue if it was perfect. So UX, user experience is everything. Yeah, so I mean, so the, the follow up for that is, working for this startup, we closed our 10 million A, we're trying to ramp up revenue to go ahead, 4 million. Go ahead, go, go, go. And so like for me as a UX designer, you think going deeper and trying like more things outside of the office, like. I think you should practice. never dictate your long-term life's vision predicated on the current place you're working at. Okay. That I can promise you. Okay, yeah, that's cool. helpful. Cool, right. go ahead my man. I don't know if they asked you that in the past. Uh, if you could go back in the past, what would you change? Nothing. Dude, you have to understand, bro, and I got part of your question, a lot of people ask me this. People still, you know, you hear people talk, but people haven't grasped. You know, like, I only talk about shit I know. Even this book, Crushing It, I only wrote it. Not because I was in need of follow, I never wanted to write the follow up to Crush It. It's only because the last 18 months, I've quadrupled down on the things that I believed in, and the result, like, if I did this meetup 22 months ago, this room would be a tenth of the size. Just would. Like, the fact of the matter is, is that, I wouldn't change anything because first of all, I'm too happy and so I wouldn't want to fuck with that, right? And second of all, I just really believe in my thesis. I think all, everybody here under 30 is rushing to do stuff to close insecurities and vulnerabilities and it's making them do things that they're gonna regret uh, long term and I just didn't. I just, you know what it feels like to be 27 years old and see your college friends and them making jokes that you work in your dad's liquor store? like. I just was able to be in my own head and not care about what anybody else thought and that would be my biggest piece of advice because I genuinely believe all of you are in a rush for that. I don't think you care about a BMW or a Rolex 
or like spending a lot of money on a vacation for any other reason because of the psychological aspects of how that positions you to other people. I really believe that. And so I just think people, you know, like the young man, I don't know if he's here, who's like, I'm killing it. I want to start teaching other people. He's, he's so young. Like anybody could do well at Wall Street the last six years, everybody. Like if you've lost money on Wall Street in the last seven years, you should literally retire. Like, and call it a day and just leave because it's impossible not to make money, right? And so like, I think people are caught. I'm saying it over and over. I know you, a lot of you pay attention. If you're under 32, you are completely misreading the situation. The college debt crisis is coming. This economy will crash. And everybody's behaving like 10 million raising. Like, if you don't make money, you're vulnerable. And so I just, I just think people are misplaying it. I'm very concerned about the lack of patience. People come up, they put up the five, they're like, yeah, Gary, I love patience. But then I look, they aren't deploying patience. Way too much debating in your 19-year-old head. You know? Eat shit for 10 fucking years, work for somebody that's smart for free, make minimum wage, live with seven homies in a one-bedroom apartment, that's the best way you'll enjoy the rest of your life. That's the furthest thing from people's minds. Everybody's gonna crush it and start a business and fucking kill it. Everybody's so fucking great. 99% of these people in this room have no shot of building a business that is long-term successful unless they go super long tail and super patient. Yo. My name is Prophet. Um, I work That's already a bad start. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally my birth name. But, respect, uh, respect. Go ahead. Uh, I work at an agency and I'm on the account yes. side. So I, well, I work on the account with, side. On the account side. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And um, I'd love any kind of tips that you have, maybe on you navigating. Like, yeah, tr- I got a lot. Client relationships. First, like you, you got, I got a lot. First and foremost, the number one thing I tell all my client service people is you can only control what you can control. Most of my client people are so ideological about their clients. 100% of VaynerMedia's clients don't do even 50% of what I want them to do. Let me just say this very clear. 100% of VaynerMedia's clients aren't even 50% doing behavior I want them to do to make their business bigger. And I'm Gary V. <laughs> you know? You know, like so, you know, I think you need to be historically correct. So I think the other mistake that people make is the other way, which is you pander to the client. And you're saying the things that you know they want to hear. You need to be historically correct. You know, if you believe in something, you have to die on that sword because it feels really bad when then that plays out, but you never said anything because you knew the client didn't want it and then they're blaming you for it and you're like, fuck, I always knew it. That's a way worse L than dying on your own sword. And, and just recognizing that you just don't, you can't control shit. Like today it's going great and now that person rotates or leaves the company and your new person sucks. Like I don't dwell on the shit I can't control. I wanted to eat shit for a decade and build this Vayner machine so I could buy businesses. So I won't fire the clients because I have a mission in a 50 year macro. I eat shit every fucking day. I, I dislike being at the mercy of other people but I know what I'm doing in a 40 year window and so that's why I'm choosing. So since I made that decision, I hate when people are like, I hate this shit. I'm like then quit and go fucking do something else. You're in fucking control, you're in America. Cool. Gary, yep. okay, follow up to that, kind of in the same industry. I work in consulting in a dying industry, credit unions. Okay. Old school mindset. I know it. They do not change and I preach to their pain points. I manage and I build indirect lending, which I want to talk to you about your auto thing. Okay. The auto 2020. Agent 2021. Agent 2021. Yep. I want to email you that. Okay, fine. Um, 
I work in that industry. Okay. I consult credit unions to work for that industry. Yep. They won't dive in. Okay. And they're failing. That's their bread and butter, but they won't do it. And we watch within the last five years, they've gone from over 40,000 credit unions in the nation to under 8,000. Yeah, I'm super aware. It keeps shrinking. Yep. So I talk to their pain points. I show them the numbers and they just shut the door and say, no, we've got it on our own. Okay. How do you get past that ego? I'm trying you to save them. You don't. I never try to sell to people who are unsellable. I just don't try to convince anybody. If I have a meeting, like at a diner with some pancakes, I meet the guy, I tell him I peace, he says no, I'm like cool, Mazel tov, see ya. Just like, just like the film you're, this, that dude made. Like I don't care what Goren does, I don't care what any of you do. Like, like it, it would be much better if you did it and it worked and you email me in four years and I'd feel really nice and it, your life is better, it's good. But at the end of the day, I can't control you. Like I can't, I can't control you. Like I love this new kick where like, as you guys know, I'm like stop watching me, right? So people think it's cool to email me and say I've stopped watching you, I've unsubscribed. But then they're, <laughs> no, 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 let me, let, me, let, me, let me get to the punchline. But then I watched it because I was curious. I'm like, I was pumped about that at first until I caught something in a stream once which put me down a rabbit hole. Now I look at their behavior. So literally, literally, this is how, how I think people are misplaying it. They, they, they're watching my stuff, I'm proud about my stuff, I think it works. They see a piece of content where I get on this tangent that I'm desperate for you guys to do. I'm so desperate for you actually to execute that I get to the extreme where once in every four months I'll look at the camera and be like, stop fucking watching me, just do. So I've watched all the people that are saying that, so they stop watching me and then they go watch worse shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it, everyone's just like checking boxes. Oh, Gary Vee told me to stop watching, to go do. I've unsubscribed from his YouTube. Just a bunch of fucking keyboard warriors. Everybody, everybody's real fucking fancy on their Instagram photo and, lo- and their profile and what you say on Twitter, but nobody's fucking doing it. Like, it's super easy for me to look in your face and say eat shit for 10 years, because I did it. I lived in New Jersey, I didn't go out in New York City in my entire 20s. That's just fucking facts. That's hard for a 20 year old dude. But I was on a mission. And by the way, not all of you should, most of you should not be on the mission that I'm on. Which means you can go out and you can do things. But everybody's talking shit. A lot of fucking talk. Lots of fucking talk. And fucking, I'm telling you, it's, there's a bunch of fucking fakers in this room right now. Hey Gary. Yep. So you always talk about how uh, firing is more important than hiring. Yep. Um, how do you, because when you put out a job, request or, or you're mm-hmm. looking for applications, mm-hmm. how do you determine who out of those applications that you decide to hire, I understand if they fail, you yep. need to cut them right away, yep. but what, what are some, what's some advice for the hiring process? For me, I talk to people and I go on my intuition. How do you, how do you play through the lies? Because a lot of people lie and say that they're doing things that they're not. I trust my intuition. Sometimes it's right and sometimes it's wrong. That's why the, you're, you're being too slow. You're letting, you're, you're, you're not listening to, if you're debating that or struggling with that, then you haven't, you haven't actually consumed the message. Usually it's your own ego that's stopping you. You don't want to make the wrong call. You don't want somebody to trick you. I love you guys tricking me. I don't care. Trick me. I'm in control. If you're in control, you know? So you're letting your ego get in the way. Okay. So just make the gut instinct? Make a gut instinct and then fucking no. Hiring's tough. Yeah. Watch just why firing is not. 
Hiring, you don't know. Firing, you know Babin sucks, you know? <laughs> there you go, I was waiting for it. I was only Sorry, Babin. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Back there, let's go. Go ahead, sir. I have a, the card I gave you is for my uh, Dark Matter platform website, website startup, all in one website platform. Completely bootstrapped from the ground, ground up, and we are getting clients coming over to us from WordPress because it's easier to use. We provide better stuff. Our, our problem now is uh, we still work side jobs. This has been our side thing, and we're in this growth part where we're debating, do we look for investment? We just go all in on getting our sales up, and I'm just curious, at a, at a startup in that phase, what kind of advice? All, all of the advices work. If you get the right money, that's great. It speeds it up. I love going slower, because then you're in full control. People don't understand, when they, when they take in money, they've lost control. Right, my concern is we might be missing a window. Everybody, th- everybody thinks that. Yeah. What window? WordPress and all the and Squarespace are way fucking ahead of you. Well, actually, we have a pretty. I don't give a fuck. They're way ahead of you. Yeah. Like, like, you're, right? Like, like, you're not closing a window. You're finding a carve out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Everybody thinks like everybody's sitting here with like an like literally the besides the besides I'm gonna help you buy the jets. The quickest way to, for, to get me to actually not hear anything and turn you into Charlie Brown is when you say, I've got such a big idea, I'm gonna patent it. I literally, literally am on to the next thing. Like, literally, like, yeah, 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 okay, next. Like, I don't, think you're, I don't think you're gonna lose a window. I think you're carving out, you know, a window, a true window is innovating, not in the feature set, but innovating. When you're feature setting or slight, you know, you are, if you're a platform that helps people have a website, yeah. you're not losing a window, you have a feature coming that is giving you some carve out. Features, as everybody has learned, are easily replicatable if one chooses to. So I, don't, I think you're overthinking the window, which then will help you be more patient, which then will get you to the right place. Got it? Got it. Everybody thinks they're sitting on something. Nobody's sitting on something. Nobody in this, nobody who decided to come to see me is sitting on something. It's just, okay, you know, you understand? Yeah. I'm not sitting on something. I'm just executing ahead. I'm just executing so fast because I don't overthink a lot of these things that you guys are talking about, which lets me go fast. People are slow because they're in their heads. So I don't think you're sitting on a window. I think you're sitting on a feature and you probably have some talent. And so I would just keep putting brick by brick. What is making you not jump all in? Usually not crazy results in a short period of time, which means you're looking for, you're, you know, you're not looking for marriages, you're looking for hookups. And that's why you haven't figured it out. Everybody thinks, that everybody is unstuck. It's, you know what, this is a great th- two themes in a row. Everybody's stuck on the idea of it. Guys, it's not the idea of it. Waze wasn't a new innovation, right? Instagram wasn't a new innovation. Spotify wasn't a new, in, like guys, it's like, you know, it's like, it's execution. So usually people are bouncing around their businesses because they think they're gonna come up with an idea, it's gonna launch, and fucking Nirvana's gonna come. You know? It's just not, it's fucking execution. Nothing I've ever done in my life is some new thing. I've just done it better, harder, longer. Like, it's just in the edges. Elon Musk is not in this room right now. You understand? So you're bouncing around because you're not getting the traction that you're looking for because you're probably judging way too fast. 
VaynerMedia sucked shit the first two years. Me and AJ had a long debate about selling it for a million dollars to Buddy Media 29 months in. Yeah, I mean like everybody's like thinks like, guys, most people are not actual entrepreneurs. And you, we are as a collective universe right now being tricked that we are. Just keep that in mind. My man. Yo, Garrett. What's up, bro? Um, if you were graduating in 2018 yeah. from college, yeah. right, yeah. um, what direction do you think you would go? For me, if I was graduating today, I think the best advice I'm giving to that person is to work for the person they want to be for free. Tell me what industry you love. Let's write down the 15 people that fucking dominate it right now. You know, and dominate it not like they were legends in it and maybe like they're falling off. Like who are the real players? And figure out how to fucking work for them for free. Which is hard when you have debt. Which is hard when you want to prove yourself to the world. Which is hard, when, you know, but it is the move. It is the move. It, I will, I'm really happy about this one because I've been on this kick for a long time. I'm so positive I'm gonna be historically correct about this. I'm positive that this is good. I think when the college debt crisis takes down our country, the same thing will happen to colleges that happen to banks. We're gonna blame the colleges, not the kids in here who are borrowing money even though they have debt. I mean, my payment's only 700 a month. Okay. Yeah, and, I'm not even, and I'm not even doing what I went to school for. It's a joke, you're right. Oh, it's the, oh, it's, it's 700 it's, a month. By the way, it's, like, it's not even bad. The worst, part is, the worst part is that people are getting lent money with the debt. It's not the debt. Like, if you didn't have any options, your parents aren't gonna pay for your school, like, you were of an age where, you know, all of us, including you youngsters, are still of an age where college is the right move, like, right? But like, you know, like, like the, it's not that, it's that, it's that 26 year olds right now with $400,000 in debt are getting lent $500,000 to buy a BMW and an apartment. And they have no shot of ever making that work. It's just gonna happen again. We're like minutes away. Just think about your life over the next seven years very carefully financially, very carefully, because I think the extremes have a potential to be extremely hardcore. And you're gonna get tricked with fruitfulness that's built on fucking, so I would work for somebody for free, man. The Dow's been parabolic for like, I think the past, what, five, seven years? Kind of crazy out Yeah, yeah, but it's, but, but the thematics, you've got the thematics right. Like there's real marketplaces and there's artificial marketplaces, right? You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Go ahead. I have a question. Yes. So my grandma has a shoe store, and she's like 80. I'm fourth generation. I want to help run the business. The food, the shoe store. Yeah, it's already like mouth to mouth customer. Like people come from like 80 miles around. Here's some shoes in Anoka. Like a lot of people know who it is. I want to update it and like their website is shit. To be honest, like yeah. need to get on. If your family business is not doing 50% of its business on online, direct to consumer in 36 to 48 months, you're gonna be in real trouble. What would you suggest, like what platform? Shopify. Would you suggest, like Shopify? Yep. Okay, we're like yep. comfort based? Shopify. Comfort, comfort meets style. Shopify. Shopify, Instagram, Facebook, go. What do you think about Pinterest? Is that like I like Pinterest, Pinterest, but I think, I think, I like Pinterest, but I like Pinterest as like, I like it, I fucking adore Instagram and Facebook. Right, I was thinking, yeah, and the guy in the back with the glasses. Yep. Would you go for something that you like doing or something that makes you more, like brings you more money? Like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's why, especially as young as you are, a lot of people liked playing video games 20 years ago, but they became lawyers 
they wished, I mean great ones, they wish they stayed playing video games because it'd be the Tony Hawk of eSports today. Like you always have to, as young as you are, you have to bet 15 more years on like and hope that that turns into more. You know what I mean? Like again, I got it really good because what I was doing in being an entrepreneur during when I was doing it was frowned upon. Who's over 40 here, right? So we know there was no entrepreneurship. I got D's and F's, which meant I had no shot of being successful in my life. That is fundamentally how it was. You can't, you gotta understand, if you're under 25, under 30, that's hard for you to understand. There was no internet. There's no internet. Let's start there. There was no fucking internet. Right? And, and so like, and so it was fucking school to job or you're like, we have not, what, this, what we have not done is understood what the internet is yet. That's what this book's about. That's what's coming out of my mouth right now. It's real early. Like I think the NBA is gonna go out of business. And I think it's the number one sport. It's got the best situation. I just think the players have all the leverage. I just think the next generation of LeBron and Carmelo and Durant are gonna look at each other and be like, fuck it. Let's just own the teams ourselves. Let I'll be captain. I'll get a <laughs> right. Let's get a billion dollars per from a brand to pay for the stadiums and all that shit. We'll make a deal with Facebook for people to watch. Like it's over. The middle's over. Like my ability to compete with your family business and my ability to compete with my own family business, like selling wine direct to consumer or shoes, like. I can buy shoes like as comfortable as they are and I'm sure with that many years of tradition, there's such great relationships, but money talks. And so like, it's just over. It's so much bigger than people think. Do you have so, the best Super Bowl? Oh, you go for it. I'll get Super you both. Ad? I'll get these two and I'll go. What? Your best Super Bowl ad this year? Are you gonna be the number one ad? We produced two ads. We have no ads that we created. Um, we're still, Vayner's still at a place where we're the second creative team. They're still the television creative team. And we're not trying to necessarily jockey for that because we think, you know, for example, is this right, Tyler, that Comcast's Olympic thing, right? Like, so like, like we're, we're getting there, but there'll probably be two or three more Super Bowls before it's like, these are our spots, you know? My man. So I have a question about the music industry. Yes. I'm a music producer. Yes. I want to know like, what you think the future revenue streams are for musicians just because that's being flipped on its side. Yep. And stuff. Yep. I want to just embrace it. Yep. But I'm just trying to figure out like, what's the best business plan long term for musicians where media is just being commoditized. It's supply and demand, brother. It's just, it's not just, it's not just, I don't feel bad for musicians the same way I don't feel bad for a fourth generation shoe store. It's supply and demand. It's the cat's out of the bag. You're not going to make the same economics. You have to build your brand so you can make money other ways. Too much music, too many right. producers. Yeah, I get that. There's no scarcity. So like, but like obviously, like I mean, even you think that it's a part of, of culture. Like it's no, no. It's the most fucking important part of culture. Like music's top five in life. So I'm just trying to. But that, out but like, that has nothing to do. Don't get confusion of, of separating what it means creatively and what it means from a business standpoint. Sure, that's that's where I'm lost. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. I'm gonna find you. Here it is. Ready? Yeah. You're not gonna make money the same way because streaming is only gonna get bigger, not smaller. Then something else will come along. But the number one thing you should do is you need to fuck technology before it fucks you, right? So you need to use Instagram and Facebook and these platforms to build up your brand so people wanna fuck with you. 24 Hours and Metro Boomin and Sunny Digital, they're not struggling. 
right? And Richie South is not gonna struggle because he's growing in his platform. You need to build your fucking personal brand. It's only thing you okay. control. So personal brand is the business plan for, for musicians, what you're saying? Personal brand is the leverage point that you can then put, my business plan did not include a dollar sneaker deal. Sure. My business deal had a strategy of have the attention and then decide what to do with it. Okay. If you, you can partner with brands is what you're saying. After that? You, it's not, you're, you're thinking about it too technically. Let's take a step back. Okay. Build a fucking brand. Then doors open. Every one of them. Then people want to pay you more to produce their shit. Then a brand wants to reach out to you for you to produce something. Got it? Got it. It's agnostic. Get the, le- the only leverage we're playing for right now is attention. This is share of attention. I don't think I compete with Tony Robbins or Elon Musk or, or Richard Branson. I think I compete with fucking 21 Savage and fucking Carl Anthony Towns. Anybody who can have attention is my fucking competition. That book, you fucking driving, like you sleeping is my fucking com- competition. <laughs> attention is the fucking game. Cool, see ya. Yeah. Meet each other, there's more shit there. Take care, bye, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Advice for a college grad that wants to see shit. Do I have a coat? Yeah, they got it, I got it. Advice for a college grad that wants to see Bye guys, thank you so much. Thanks for asking Of course, man. I like your thought process, man. Work for somebody for free. I'm telling you right now. Getting, listen to me. Getting closest to the sun is where all the leverage is. People don't understand. Look, these two fucking guys are so much further ahead of every, his whole career is already made. How long have you worked for me? Two years. If he wants to work for Steven Spielberg, it's set. Like, people don't get it. Get as close to the, people are gonna pay me $200,000 a year to work for me in five years. That's what's gonna happen when people understand. Right now, the biggest steal of all time is to fucking get Mark Cuban's coffee, to get P. Diddy's shoes cleaned. Once you get into the vortex, if you're smart, I can tell you're smart. If you suck, then people get in and then they get out. But if you're good and you can get closest to the sun, it's over. Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary Vee Experience. Now go out and share this, pass it on, let me know what you thought.